Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome to the Baseball Show World Series Preview Call-In Show. It's got a lot of titles. I'm, I'm a little concerned because... Delco said we wouldn't hear the intro music because of how the phone is hooked up. And we immediately and we heard definitely it. heard it. <laughs> so now I'm concerned about the phone. <laughs> uh, if you were not aware, this is a call-in show today. So if you have any questions about the World Series or anything like the shape of my penis, it doesn't matter. I, you can call in and ask 737-203-0457. Um, before we take a call or two, though... Uh, Braves Astros World Series. We're obviously Braves homers here, even though we would be re- previewing this series regardless. This isn't a Braves podcast. Yeah. Uh, initial thoughts: How are you feeling about this matchup and everything? Um, <clears throat> I think this is uh, a it's it's a fun matchup, right? It's two teams that hit a lot, at least have hit a lot lately. Um, they've both had their challenges this year. Houston uh, with, I mean, McCullers is out again, yeah, right? Which is, I think he's Huge. probably, <clears throat> he's their best pitcher, so he's out. And the best player <clears throat> of any kind is out for the Braves and has been for six, or six, well, three months now. Right, yeah. Going on three months, so it's interesting. It's a very inconvenient uh, World Series for Major League Baseball because <laughs> yeah. uh, I think our uh, – uh, former guest on the show wrote a piece about this. Uh, the Braves lost the the All Star Game because of shit that had nothing to do with their right uh, organization and uh, and and a game by the way that no one in Georgia wanted them to move, including like obviously like Brian Kemp and the Republicans were like, "Fuck no, you're not moving this." But even John Ossoff and Stacey Abrams, maybe just for the sheer fact that they didn't want to lose votes, but they they also came out and said, "Don't move the fucking All Star Game." Yeah, so. You know, what are you going to do? But this is a good matchup for the Braves. But that doesn't... Matchups... That, n- none of this shit matters until fucking cleats hit dirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all about execution. And the interesting thing about both of these teams is uh, they are very good at executing when shit matters. The Braves had some issues last year, and I think they learned some lessons. And this year, you could see the fruition of learning those lessons. They even had one... Minor hiccup in what game three, uh, and a game they should, certainly should have won, but they came back and immediately won game four, yep. and then closed it out in six. And All Luke Jackson-related hiccups. Yeah, well, he's 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 on the roster. <laughs> yep, and he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be alive, to be honest. But uh, <clears throat> this is going to be a fun one. I think we're going to go to the game tomorrow. Uh, in the Crawford boxes. Yeah, we'll be in the Crawford boxes, so we'll probably get beaten to death. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Hey, We're bringing uh, Brittany with us, so if anybody gets into a fight, she's going to protect us, I imagine. Thank God. Yeah. I'm and I'm just, not really a shit talker at sporting events. Right. No, like me When people either. try to talk, like, you're wearing Braves shit, I'm like, yeah, I'm a fan of the Braves. Right. Like, I didn't come here to fight you. I came to watch the goddamn game, so could you shut the fuck up, please? I mean, with, with me in particular, like, I grew up in not Braves country, being a Braves fan. Right. So, like, every Braves game I went to was an away game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up in, I, I grew up, like, an hour and 45 minutes north of Atlanta. So yeah. obviously it was, that, that wasn't the issue for me. I mean, I remember <clears throat> my elementary school teachers uh, letting us out of school early 
to go watch playoff games. I, I, I remember them being in good or bad moods, depending on how the previous series had gone. <laughs> Things like that. And I'm talking about the regular season. Baseball is huge back then for the Braves, especially because they were doing so well. Um, Fangraphs had a really cool article. I'll just like quickly sum it up where they like, they said they liked this world series in part because basically the stretch between where these two teams play is where most of baseball's talent comes from in the United States. That's true. Yeah. The Southeast is the fucking Mecca for baseball talent. Uh, they're, they're what I guess, uh, well, the Southeast and Southern California. Yeah. Southern California, that's where Freddie Freeman's from and a number of other people produces. Uh, Max Freed as well. Yeah. Southern California. Yeah. But no, a ton of uh, stuff in Georgia. I, so with me, what's interesting about this series is in favor of the Braves is, so the, the Astros have the best lineup in baseball. I think that's kind of beyond dispute at this point. I think they they have a uh, team 117 WRC plus for the season or whatever. Uh, but the Braves lineup stacks up pretty well with them. Yep, and then I think the Braves have the advantage in both starting pitching and relief pitching. Certainly they do, but again, it all comes down to execution, right? Right. So um, <clears throat> the the interesting thing about today is that the over under is eight and a half. I think that's ridiculous. Like that, it's it should be nine and a half. Frankly, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're counting on rust or nerves or something like that. Um, one of the pitchers has. Uh, a mountain of postseason experience. One of them has eh, a little, right? But he's been pretty good, right? So I don't. I understand why you might think that you might get off to a slow offensive start right here. But the Astros are averaging six point seven runs per game. Now there's some mean median mode stuff going on there where they scored eleven and a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, they, they're not getting held to one or less runs or two runs or whatever the fuck in any games. Uh, so I think <clears throat> if you're a Braves fan out there, when the Astros score and they're going to score, don't fucking panic. Their pitching's not great. And uh, the Braves have shown that they're pretty good in the pinch when it comes to clutch hitting in the playoffs. So <laughs> right. just, just expect there to be runs scored and pay a lot more attention to uh, innings five, six, and seven than you do one through yeah. four, I would say. Well, I, it's the same thing against the Dodgers, which is – and the Astros should feel this exact same way. If the Braves score a run or two, mm-hmm. Astros should feel the same way. You're just not going to fucking win this game with two runs. Right. No. It's not going to happen. So if, the, if someone scores, like say, uh, it wouldn't be Altuve because he's leaving off, leading off. Say Bregman hits a two-run home run in the first, mm-hmm. right? Or, or uh, uh, Riley hits a two-run home run in the first. Okay, get out of the inning. Because you were going to let up two runs. That was just going to fucking happen at some point. There's yep. no shutouts happening in this fucking series. I, it would be pretty incredible if there was a shutout. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, but I don't want that. I want the two teams to play to their strength. And it seems like their collective strengths are, um, well, for the Bra- the Braves, I would say their strength is starting pitching and, and their offense. The Astros, it's their offense. And I think the amount of offense they have matches the amount of offense and starting pitching that the Braves has. This is one of the more evenly matched series We've had in a long time, I think. Uh, 538 literally didn't make a pick. They said it was a 50-50 coin flip after all the, after all the numbers they crunched. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's interesting. So I, I think probably... Um, I think Atlanta's plus 110 right now, which is almost even money. Uh, yeah. And, and Houston is minus uh, 130, but that's because it's at home, right? So mm-hmm. you're still not... No, nobody's expecting these to be blowouts. Um. And that's to me that as a fan, that's exciting because what you don't want is to be the Dodgers 
and have one of the best rosters ever assembled and then go to the playoffs repeatedly and lose. I've right. been I've been that fan yep. before with yep. the Braves for <laughs> yeah. fucking 14 straight goddamn years. Yeah. Um, with the best pitching staff ever. The best starting rotation that's ever been assembled for yeah. sure. It's not even close because no other pitching staff has ever had three Hall of Famers on it for fucking a, a, a 10 year stretch. It's right. just never happened before. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, very curious to see. I mean, it looks like just based on the line here, we'll read the starting lineups for you guys. So you know what's going on today. Um, <clears throat> the Braves are bringing Solaire back uh, at DH. He's going to lead off against a lefty uh, Valdez. Then, now. So here's a question on that. So I don't know what his splits are lefty righty, but he, Solaire was leading off before he got COVID, mm. right? And then Rosario was in there most of the time after that, except for one game. <laughs> right. Would you leave Solaire leading off? Because he was leading off at the end of the regular season, too. Right. Would, are you going to leave him there regardless? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. The reason is because this is a seven-game series. Um, you're seeing, based on Vegas's lines, that they're not too worried about home field advantage one way or the other. Right. So you should expect us to play like a very evenly matched seven game series. And the reason we've collectively decided on seven games in the NBA and hockey and baseball is because that's about the amount it takes to find out who the best team is over. If you, if you take in aggregates uh, talent wise over seven games, usually the, the, the uh, data points play out, right? Yeah. If a team has a, a lineup that's better than the other one, usually the best team wins. Like in, we're in, the Super Bowl, you could fucking have one guy out on your offensive line and get blown up the whole game. You know what I mean? It happened last year. So, well, two guys. But um, anyways, I think you play the way that it got you there unless it makes a lot of sense to change something or unless you have to. Um, People get cute and try to outsmart themselves and fucking lose all the time. (laughs) Well, the other interesting thing, too, about the the Astros is is that they don't really have a lot of left-handed pitching. Yeah. Whereas the Dodgers did, which is why you saw Rosario at the top of the lineup mm-hmm. a lot. So, uh, and I know Rosario's a lefty, but essentially Snicker wanted to turn Albies around, right? So yeah. that fucking lefty Dodger pitcher was going to have to throw to Albies right-handed, which is not good. <clears throat> yeah. If anything, I would be more concerned about Albies in the number three hole here uh, for the Braves because he's primarily going to be hitting left-handed this entire series. Right. You know what I mean? But we'll see how that goes. So. Freeman's uh, second, obviously. Albies third. Riley uh, is the cleanup hitter. And then Rosario in the number five hole. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have been upset if they put Rosario in the three hole and moved Albies to five. Yeah. To be honest. But I guess having Riley protection is is important as well. We'll mm-hmm. see. And well, there's a lefty-righty, lefty-righty situation yeah. here. And then Darno, or Duvall, Darno, Jock Peterson, Swanson, you're... you're pretty much flip-flopping all the way down through the rest of your lineup yeah um yeah that's i like that that looks good and uh you know charlie morton is is a pretty good fucking pitcher Uh, i would say the one thing the the braves have disadvantage wise aside from having to face that lineup is that they've only got five collective at bats against valdez and uh uh by only two players and there were all the all five of them i think were this season right um so We'll see how that shakes out. Now, Houston, it's their same lineup uh, of Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez, uh, Correa, Tucker, Guriel, McCormick, and Maldonado, who Maldonado actually lights Morton up for some reason. He's like 7 for 13 lifetime against him. I don't know what that's about. Did he used to catch Morton or no? 
Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good uh, question. So Alvarez, Jordan Alvarez, should be noted, was almost as hot, like just a hit or two off as hot as Eddie Rosario was yeah. in the ALCS <laughs> to the NLCS. Uh, Jordan Alvarez was the ALCS MVP and was absolutely on fucking fire. Uh, this lineup, too, reads a lot like the Braves lineup in terms of home runs. They have like four or five dudes over 30 home runs mm. or at or near 30 home runs. Uh Fuck. I mean, this it's a scary lineup. I mean, Brantley isn't really a, a power hitter guy, but he gets on base and he hits for average. Dude. Yeah, he, he's very pesky at the top of the lineup for sure. Yeah. He's not he's he's one of those guys that you really don't want to see up with two outs, to be honest. No, no, he will shorten his swing, he will yeah. beat the shift. Yeah. He, and Tucker has had a pretty lights out season. He's been very good. He's hit a couple of home runs uh recently. So it's gonna be this is gonna be a fucking pretty good dog fight, I think. Um a lot of these guys have hit against Morton, uh, Altuve, Brantley, and Maldonado all have at least 10 at-bats against him. And then, you know, uh, three of the other guys have a couple of at-bats against him here and there. But, look, the playoffs are different. None of that shit really matters. Like I said, it doesn't – None of the, nothing really starts until cleats hit dirt. So If you go in with a game plan, right, like that makes the fucking difference. Mm-hmm. I, like as long as you know what you're doing – I mean, honestly, did – did uh, Max Freed pitch like, I mean, he pitched okay against the Dodgers. He was basically like one good start, one bad start against the Dodgers, or one okay start against the Dodgers. Um, it's fucking interesting. The thing is, though, the, so the top three starters for the Astros mm-hmm. this postseason, uh, Valdez is the best by far in terms of what he's done so far in the postseason. Mm-hmm. 420 ERA, uh, 457 FIP. But four, 354 exit. So essentially, he, his numbers are a little worse than they should be. But in 2020, he threw 24 innings, 10, nine more innings than he threw this year, uh, 1.88 ERA. So he had a good postseason last mm-hmm. year. Uh, Luis Garcia, nine ERA so, so far this postseason. <clears throat> Jose Ucurdy, 27 ERA so well, far. If, this if Garcia goes game two, I mean, look, you got to. That that's that's where we'll be watching that game tomorrow. If, the, if he's or we'll be at that game tomorrow. If he's going game two, we're gonna have. Well, you and I will probably have a pretty good time. Yeah, um, because he's twice not made it out of the second inning or the third inning, given up five runs in this in these playoffs so far, and uh, like his last start of the season he gave up six runs to the fucking rays not not that they're not a good hitting team but they were kind of on autopilot at that point you know what i mean right so he's not very sharp uh the urquity is uh his whip for the season was really good uh i'm i'm a little concerned that a lot of these guys had eras in the threes for the whole season like mid threes but yeah he was one of them i don't know what his postseason career before this year looked like but i know the only time I, i've seen him pitch this postseason he got lit the fuck up uh this is fast. his first postseason i believe okay. let me double check that but yeah this is his first postseason so the only game he's thrown in the postseason was uh on october 18th against the red sox um, 1.2 innings yeah five hits six runs two walks uh didn't look good you got to imagine that's probably weighing on his confidence right now but maybe it won't be we'll see yeah yeah there uh and oda rizzi is is kind of like fucking he's a fifth starter in the in major league baseball so it's, you're, you're gonna get a fifth starter's worth of effort out of him right so the, the basically what they're saying is essentially game four will be a bullpen game so they'll have a starter that will either be granky or odorizzi who will probably not go is five. granky on the roster he is on the roster yeah hmm. 
Interesting. Um, <clears throat> the Braves bought, brought back Kyle Wright. Yeah, over uh, Jacob Webb. Over Jacob Webb, which is fine, but they didn't um, murder Luke Jackson, which I, I think was probably going to show. Uh, it, that's probably going to end up a mistake at some point. I, he's probably going to fuck them over. Yeah, I think him being alive could could affect us uh, adversely. Yeah. Um, I think Webb isn't Jacob Webb a left-hander? Um, no. Or I'm thinking of Brandon Webb. Yeah, you know that's the Diamondbacks. So, oh no, he was a righty too. So I don't know why they switched out Webb with uh, with um, Kyle Wright. Maybe they just I don't know actually because Webb did. Okay, I think in his one. I mean, he if he's if no, he, he did. It, Webb got smacked around a little bit this postseason. If he makes it to, uh, if he makes it into the game, that's bad news. Who, right? Kyle Wright, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, or if either one of those guys yeah. make it into the game, that's bad news for the Braves. Um, anyways, let's. Uh, I think it's going to be a good series. It'll be fun to watch. Um, let's take some calls. Do we have anybody lined up here? No, you guys have to call in. Yeah. It's a call in show. We were the phone started blowing up at three fifty seven and then <laughs> no one else called. Do you want me to call them back? <laughs> yeah, why not? Um what do you what are you thinking for tonight? Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. And by the way, if you're calling in, immediately identify yourself when you hear us talking, because if you can hear us talking, we can hear you. All right, Dan, I think it's Craigers. What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, just living the dream back at work after that long 12 days off because of the wedding and the uh, honeymoon. Where did you guys go on your honeymoon? Uh, Destin, Florida. Hmm, Destin. Uh, the, what do they call that? The uh, Redneck Riviera, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty close. Love that. Yeah, it's nice down there. Uh, you're a Braves fan, right? Of course, of course. So what's got you excited about this series? How we are surprisingly doing so well without Acuna. Is yes, it that surprising, he, though? I, it, it's really surprising because I thought we would just, you know, just hit the can, feel like, hey, let's get a lottery pick in the draft, you know, here and there. But no, we actually came through <clears> fighting. <throat> hopefully, hopefully at the end of the series, well, we will win the series. There's no hope in this. But, um, Freeman will get a long-term contract. I know some Braves fans don't want Freeman back, but as for me, I want Freeman back because he wants to going to play first. I don't know. Whatever Braves fan doesn't want Freddie Freeman back should uh, be thrown in whatever hole Luke Jackson gets through. Yeah, <laughs> they certainly aren't paying attention. I mean, Freddie has been, uh, aside from the seven consecutive strikeouts, you know, everybody's got bad runs sometimes. What did he did after that? A game-winning home run was one of the things. Yeah. Basically, so. I think he... He still ended up hitting 300 in the series, with, mm. even with those first two games. Yeah, he did really well. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see what the team looks like and who they decide to keep afterwards. Uh, I agree with that. And it's, yeah, they could have, uh, I suppose, thrown in the towel. A lot of fans wanted to. A lot of fans were like, just put on the season, let's get a draft pick. The draft, baseball draft picks don't work like that. It's I not, know. This isn't the NBA or fucking football. It's not like the first 13 players in the draft are automatic locks for the Major League Baseball shit. Uh, Todd Van Poppel was chosen before Chipper Jones. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, anyways, yeah, thanks for, uh, for calling in. Are you going to go to any of the games if they get to it, or when they get to Atlanta, or you, what do you got going on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I might camp it. Hopefully the wife will let me go down to Georgia for uh, game six. It when we do clinch it, clinch it in uh, six. 
That would be. I start seeing. Go ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. No, you go ahead. Well, I'm expecting it to be a kind of a long series, but not going full seven. We are going to push him in Atlanta. Uh, Well, that would be in five games. Yeah, which would be astounding. no, it would be in six, right? No, it's uh, be two, three, and four. No, ba- ba- two, baseball is two, three, two. It's not like the NBA. The NBA is two, two, one, 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 right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Baseball yeah, is two, three, yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. look, I I think they could close it in five games, but I also think that Houston could do that. I mean, yeah. honestly, that the way that lineup hits is a fucking it's it's a problem if you they can, get hot. So you can, you can get behind them real quick. Mm-hmm. So what's the over under of how many trash cans are going to be there though? Well, I think they're they're whistling now. Yes, it's not trash cans anymore. It's whistle. So what, while you're watching the game tonight, and maybe in preparation for the game beforehand, just uh, Google Houston Astros whistling or whistle, and you, I I haven't seen the kind of evidence whoever whoever it was that put out that video uh, a couple of years back of the trash can the way he cut it and showed what was happening. That shit was clear as fucking day, and I, I've seen a couple of things we, we've looked at with the whistling thing. Some of it looks kind of suspicious, but some, that might be confirmation bias just because uh, uh, they've cheated before. You know right. I, mean? I don't know. I haven't seen anything yet, but listen for whistling for sure. Also, people whistle constantly during a baseball game. Uh, yeah, Very but cool. not right before pitches. True. Typically. <laughs> Fair. Uh, anyways, yeah, thanks, Craig, for calling in. We'll see you in hell, buddy. Yeah, see you in hell. Um, yeah, that's a good that's a good thing to watch out for. I don't remember who it was that did that original video of the trash. Was it can. John Boy? It may have been. He does he does a lot of cool shit. Yeah, um, I like I like his. Uh, the show. phone was also on Do Not Disturb. So. <laughs> you guys are the worst. <laughs> we have a call in show, and you fucking turn the phone off, you idiots. Listen, I just got handed the phone. Giorgio smoked two joints today, at least. I think that was a blunt. The first one. Hi, caller. Who are you? This is Boston Joe calling. Oh, boy. Uh, so you know firsthand what the Astros offense can do because they just beat the Christ out of your team. Um, yeah, they sure did. But, you know, that was the one, one of the big – the Red Sox have a good young lineup, but their fucking starting pitching was dog shit, right? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not – obviously the Braves aren't in that scenario, but – it's you definitely know what the power of that offense is. I don't know if it's going to look the same here. Maybe it's different. I mean, the Braves pitching staff has been able to shut people down before, but what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think that they're going to dedicate the series to Ross and the Braves are going to win in five, first of all. But I was going to ask if you were going to buy into the cheating shit, but, you know, Craig, it sounds like, had that covered. But do you like the matchup better against the Astros or do you have preferred to play my Red Sox? I would have preferred uh, the Red Sox. I certainly would have preferred the Red Sox because they're not as good of a team. That's why they lost, right? But I mean, <laughs> right. it's it's <clears throat> frankly, it depends on it depends on a couple of things. So one, you want it depends on if you want to attack somebody at their weakness or or attack them at your strength. And I think the brave strength is there, even with some people missing, is still probably their starting rotation. I mean. The, the postseason performances over the last several years and, and even maybe before that for Morton, and, uh, but specifically the last two years for Morton and Freed are fucking lights out, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of one-two punch that can neutralize a heavy-hitting offense like that. And I would, I, to me, I, I want to play with strength. I want to play towards my strength, and I think that's the brave strength. So I, I like... With the with the Red Sox, it's just like they're fucking chippy. 
they never go away. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it's, we saw that in August and September. I thought those assholes were going to just plateau and then fall off the face of the earth and they held on somehow. So I would yeah, rather. Well, Kike Hernandez had a lot to do with that. He was on fire. So. Yeah, He's for sure. He's kind of carrying the whole team. Yeah, I think uh, I would probably rather have faced the Red Sox. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, think so. Yeah. Honestly, the, the thing that worried me before the postseason the most was facing Tampa Bay at some point. Mm-hmm. Just because there are no rules with those guys. They'll pull out. They, they, I'm not saying they cheat or anything. They just like. They don't give a fuck about scripts or any of that bullshit. They just do shit. Yeah. And, They'll and, pull yeah. a starter so after two outs. lucky against them. Yeah, I agree with that. They didn't get that weird ground rule double thing. That changed the whole momentum of the series. I didn't think they were going to get by the Rays in the first place, but they had a little luck on their side. What, yeah. do you, what was the worst part about playing the Astros? What, did, what, what, was, what was kicking the shit out of the Red Sox that you, like watching closely, were like, God damn it, not again? Well, obviously, that was that one game where I thought of Aldi through a strike, but you can't complain too much on balls and strikes, of course. That would have changed the game. That was sort of our ground rule double moment where it sort of shifted the whole series. I mean, I obviously, as a Patriots fan, I don't like cheaters, so I don't like the Astros. <laughs> but, I mean, they were, they're a wagon. They've been a wagon for a long time. We know that. It sucks when you have Chris Sale coming back from Tommy John, and he's not really the same. Usually those guys need like two years to get back to the swing of things. And, you know, guys like Nathan Evaldi didn't step up. Pavetta was actually pretty good down the stretch, you know, especially in the, um, the Rays series. But the starting pitching just wasn't there. I didn't trust the bullpen. And uh, I still miss Mookie Betts. Yeah, I'll never understand why they let Mookie Betts go. I mean, it's, it'd, be one thing, it'd be one thing if it was uh, the Rays or even a mid-market team. But that's the fucking Red Sox. They've yeah. got plenty of money. Why would you ever let that fucking happen? One of no sense to me. Red Sox ownership is the worst in all of sports. I hate John Henry. I hate Tom Warner. And I don't want to speak for all Red Sox fans, but most of them feel the same way. And I mean, Mookie Betts is a like cornerstone player. I think he's, you know, comparable to someone like Trout as one of the best players that we've seen in like a decade. He's and one of the few dudes. For, so he's he one, one of the what? He's one of the few dudes who. Sp- Topped Trout for a year and wins above replacement. Mm. I think the yeah, year he won the he MVP. He doesn't get injured. Yeah, he stays on the field always too, which is more you can say for Trout. Well, that's definitely true. Um, let's see, uh, Tucker. This guy Tucker has been on fire. Yeah, like he scored, or he drove in fifteen runs in in ten games so far. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good clip. That's like um, that would. Put you for the season at I feel like you're pushing 240, okay. give or take. Yeah. So that's not bad. I mean, Hack Wilson had 191, I think. How much? Because I didn't. So, full disclosure, a lot of the ALCS games I didn't watch because I was so exhausted from watching the NLCS games. I just needed a fucking like, break on baseball. How hard was Jordan Alvarez to get out? Like, how much of it was like, come on, man? Like, he put that in play too. And how much of it was him just like murdering the baseball? It was just it didn't it didn't even really matter because the rest of the games we pretty much got smoked and we were so far out of it that it was like it was inevitable. I mean, even with putting the shift on and doing all the stupid shit that they do today, I mean, there was no stopping any of them to be honest. And that was more. I mean, obviously, like I was saying, the Astros know how to hit the ball, but I think that was more on the lack of performance from the Red Sox pitching. <clears throat> now, when they re-signed Evaldi and gave him that big, huge deal, I was not a fan. And when they won in 2018, they pretty much got the band back together, and I knew they should have made more moves. Then you had that whole off year with Alex Cora, who was gone, and he comes back. 
But honestly, I think the Red Sox, if they make a couple moves, will be back in it. And I think we'll, you know, sometime next year, be talking about a, a Braves Red Sox World Series instead. But so that's the other thing I was rooting for is because Ross said we would go to Fenway. Yeah, I mean, F- Fenway is cool to go to once. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but once. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, real for real, it's it's super cool to go there one time. Yeah, and yeah. going there for a World Series game where all the seats are open and everything that would be pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it is cool, especially for someone like you know, never been there like you were saying, Dan. But as someone who's been there like a gazillion times, I've been to playoff games and everything. It obviously has you know a great feel to it. Obviously, obviously the fans are great in Boston and everything. But the field itself is a dump. They've done nothing. They've tried to, like, it's like polishing a turret at this point. They've done nothing to really make it a better viewing experience. So it's more of like a bucket list thing just to be like, oh, yeah, I went to Fenway for, you know, in October for a big game more than actually enjoying the game. Yeah, well, I think this is a good matchup for the Braves. Um, I, I'm glad that it worked out this way because we can drive to a fucking baseball game yes right <laughs> pretty handy uh, being able to drive to a world series game is super convenient for us um <clears throat> uh, sure. cool well thanks for calling in we'll see you this weekend on uh on tailgate tailgate legends watching on friday if you yeah. don't already eric tansy boston um, joe yeah just just to uh some more stats here so the breed the, the braves and astros have played the same amount of games they both played 10 postseason games um, the Braves so far have given up 33 runs, um, 33 of which were earned, so no unearned runs. Um, <clears throat> the uh, Astros have given up 46 runs in the same time frame, okay. and uh, 44 of them were earned, which means there were two unearned runs. Now, that can happen a lot of ways, sc- official scoring decisions and things like that. They also walked like four or five more people than the Braves did. They've had some real issues with command on their and their starting pitching. So it's worth noting that they played a better offense in the first round. True, but I walked this caller into this conversation. So uh, how are you doing, caller? I'm doing pretty good. How's it going, boys? It's Ruben. What's up? So I feel that this uh, series is going to be pretty evenly matched. The classic strong pitching versus a strong offense. I think the series could go seven in which I'm going to give the Astros the bonus on this, and here's the reason why. Whenever the Astros are going to play in the National League parks, where are they going to put uh, Jordan Alvarez? Because who are you going to pull from the outfield if they're not going to have the DH in, in, in both parks? Are you going to have him just as, as a bench player? So... What do you guys think? Uh, I think they'll <clears> – that's, that's a good question. I mean, you'll have to move uh, Brantley to center field probably and then put Alvarez in left, I guess. I'm not, they're not going to move Guriel out of the lineup. No. Nope. Can't do that. Do you, think, do you think Brantley could play center field? I think they'll just eat that shit. I mean, maybe the I mean, Braves are yeah, playing. Gavin, Gavin Lux played center field for the Dodgers. I, oh, yeah. Them. I was – just gonna say that so yeah and it cost them and uh i mean maybe i don't know kyle tucker maybe could play center field as well i don't know who's got experience at what position but yeah that's a big problem for the astros once it goes to uh once it goes to atlanta on friday we'll see how they fucking deal with it i i honestly don't know what their plan is you you would just think so i mean look mccormick for the year uh only has 284 at bats yeah so it's not like he is uh, a mainstay in the lineup i think he's a straight glove guy though 
I had 14 home runs. 250, 766 OPS. As far as if, if you're a glove guy first and you have a 766 OPS, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's fine and all, but then you're, are you taking Alvarez out of the fucking lineup? Does his glove in Atlanta center field make that big of a difference? No. I don't think it does. No, not in Atlanta, no. I mean, you're, you're, as the Astros, you're not counting on saving runs to win games. You need to score those 6.7 <laughs> per game to win the series. Yep. So I don't know if, I, if I'm just what we were talking about before with uh, play to your strengths. If you're the Astros, you want to put your best offense out there every single night, not your best defense, frankly. But we'll see. Who knows? It's Dusty Baker. Right. You know what I mean? He invented the high five, allegedly. So The other thing with, Al- <laughs> the other thing with Alvarez, too, and, and why you can't take him out of the lineup in Atlanta is that he's a fucking lefty. Yeah, and Atlanta's got a short-ish porch, and not quite Crawford box short, but yeah. they—it's a little short in left field. Like that's a left, and, lefty sit out there, and, and most of their starting pitching is right-handed. Although when it gets deeper, in, this is this is the other problem. If you if you keep Alvarez uh, out of the lineup and use him as a pinch hitter or a late mid to late inning replacement, then you're running into fucking one of the brave strengths, which is three hard-throwing left-handed relievers, right? right? I don't know if that's the good solution. You want to get Alvarez's at-bats early on in the game. Yep. Maybe he gets – maybe McCormick is a defensive substitution mm-hmm. or something at, at, towards the end of the game. And, look, you're, you, do, you certainly lose a lot. You lose about 100 points OPS bringing Alvarez out of the lineup and replacing him with McCormick. But in the, that's not really uncommon in the late innings to, to roll out a defensive – Replace yeah. it, especially in the fucking playoffs. So the other thing too is I don't think Alvarez will face Freed in Atlanta if it does go back to Houston, because Freed would just pitch in Houston tw- twice, right? Yes. So he he wouldn't be facing a left-handed starter in Atlanta, so there'd be no reason to keep him out of the game early if you did have to make that choice in that scenario, right? But I don't know. I mean, like he look, he played. He had about. A quarter of the season, he played left field. Yeah. And he actually hit better. He had about 100 points higher as a left fielder than he did as a DH. That's funny. I don't know if that there's anything to that. He also hit home runs at a much higher clip. So listen to this. Um, as a left fielder, Alvarez had 145 at-bats. As a DH, he had 385, right? So three times, well, close. Uh, two and a half times as many. 15 home runs as a left fielder, 18 as a DH. Right, much better production. Yeah. Uh, three fifty-two batting average as a left fielder, two fifty-two as a DH. His his OPS as a left fielder is one point one six nine. God damn. Yeah. So I don't know why he's DHing in the first place. If Was, that's the you, case, so how we, much could you possibly lose in left field defense? It's not that important of a position, right? Frankly, my only question with that would be. Was he getting like left field playing time against dog shit teams? Because I don't, it's, it doesn't, you can't separate it like that. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Either, either way, I mean, there's not a compelling reason to, to bring him out of the lineup. He's good. No, he has to play. He's, he's even better at offensively when he's playing defense, so that's not an issue. And then, you know, obviously, he's not, the lefty lefty matchup isn't a thing until later in the, in the games. Yeah. I, I think he's going to play. So that, who's the odd man out then? Right. That, that's the real question. Is it McCormick? Or is it's it's got to be. I, I don't know. You, you, you're sure as shit can't pull Kyle Tucker out. He's on fire. And Michael Brantley is he's basically your second leadoff hitter. If Altuve gets out, Michael Brantley acts like a leadoff hitter. Yeah. He's like the quintessential number two hitter in Major League Baseball. Should be a good series. Thanks for calling in. Uh, who else? Who, who else has something to say? Motherfuckers. Huh? 
Um, <clears throat> Get another? I mean, that was a good question. Hung though. up on them, so not yet. Oh. That was a good question. I don't. I don't know how Dusty Baker's planning on handling that. I, you got to think McCormick's the one who's out. He's only played half the year. Alvarez has played the field. Uh, playing the field and 100 at-bats, what is that? How many games would that be? 150 at-bats or whatever? Uh, you're looking at like four at-bats per game. So 160 divided by four, that'd be 40 games. It's enough. Caller, do you know what 160 divided by four is? <laughs> or how? Please. What? I don't know. 20? No. 40? There you go. Identify yourself. Hey, I'm Joe Fitter from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Sweet. Raleigh. My brother lives there. It's his birthday oh, today, yeah. too. Dan? It sure is. Yeah, my brother's birthday is today. Fuck yeah. Dan, I want, uh, when are you going to run for president, dude? I know it's a baseball show, but just ask. Uh, right here, buddy. I don't know if you can see the screen, but it says all politicians are cunts. <laughs> all of them. Never. Um, are you a Braves fan? No, I'm actually a Nats fan. <sighs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> I know it. Honestly, you, you I, people with your fucking... Why, here's what I don't understand. When I lived in North Carolina, why is North Carolina part of the Nationals TV market? You fucked me out of so many games, bro. What the fuck? Oh, uh, dude, I can't stand it. I can't ever, Even if I were to buy the package, I can't even get the Nats game here. Like anytime the fucking... I have MLB.TV, and anytime the fucking Braves were playing... The Nationals had blacked it out. Which Are is you insane. fucking kidding me? Yeah. Idiots. That wouldn't even make sense. For- the game of the week on Fox, they would pull to another game from the Central or West Coast. Can't get the Nats here. Well, <clears throat> you're not missing much except for uh, <laughs> uh, Soto. He's he, he might end up being one of the best baseball players of all time, to be honest. He's well, had- like he, he's, he looks like he, he's like Max Muncy, but good. You know what I mean, and I don't. I don't mean to yeah. criticize Max Muncy, but he there's a there's a ceiling to his capabilities. Yeah, he he has just yeah. learned how to use his capabilities the best possible way. And then you have a guy who actually has all the physical tools as well, doing the same thing naturally. Right. So where the fuck yeah. is his ceiling? I don't even know. I mean, Juan Soto is his ceiling is somewhere around like Ted Williams. Yeah. Without the fighter pilot years. I expect him to be, uh, the next 400 hitter. Honestly, I expect him at some point during his career to hit 400, which would be dope as fuck. Because if that guy hits 400, his on base percentage is going to be over 500. Probably. Easy. I mean, it's going to so, be a bonds. level. That's like on 520 base yeah. on base percentage probably. So that'll be, that'll be dope as shit. Uh, what do you think about this series? Who you got? So, uh, I, I, I mean, I think, it's, like you guys said, it's going to be a real even series. I, I have a little more faith in the Astros lineup right now, hitting-wise. But the Braves have just it, – it reminds me of what the Nats did two years ago. You know, close to the All-Star break, everybody left them for dead, and all of a sudden they're climbing back in it. Uh, my question is, do you see the Braves using anything that maybe the Nats used when they beat the, beat the Strohs a couple of years ago, or is it just, man, that's two seasons ago? Nothing to gain from that. Well, I mean, the Astros lineup isn't considerably different than it was back then, right? Yeah. I mean, the bulk of it is basically the I think same. they swapped out Springer for, for Brantley. Yeah, Brantley's here now. Springer's gone. Uh, but Tucker is doing the same shit Springer was doing in, in a very similar way. And uh, um, uh, I, I think maybe Alvarez probably wasn't as polished back then. Yeah as he is right now. 
But yeah, I mean, you should certainly be, I I guess the real, the biggest difference is the pitching staff. The Astros pitching staff is fucking dog shit. It has been completely depleted. Yeah. It's, there's no Verlander. There's no Grinky is complete, completely washed. washed. I mean, he's, that shit's over for him. And, um, McCullers is out. McCullers is out. And Morton's gone. Morton's gone. So that's their four starting pitchers from that last run. Those, uh, what, two years, three years they were in the World Series or two, two this years? This is their third World Series. Okay, yeah. So two out of, two out of three in, in, during that stretch, they made their pitching staff is completely different now than what it was. I think that's a big problem for them. But, yeah, I agree with you. Their lineup is killer. So that's the thing I, I have a tr- problem with, and I, I agree. I, that's why I, I, don't, I can't say, like, oh, you're wrong picking mm-hmm. the Astros or whatever. It's kind of the same way I was when I going into the college football season thinking about who the best team was. It's like, well, there's no elite team, but there's mm-hmm. one elite unit. Right. And that's Georgia's defense. Yep. And there's no elite team in this World Series, but there is one, the only elite unit is the Astros lineup. As much as I love the Braves lineup, and I think it can swing with the Astros lineup, the Astros lineup over the course of the season was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was, it was really good. So, I, you know, we'll see. I think it's... Um, well, it, uh, <clears throat> when teams are matched up like this, this close, it's always about execution at the end of the day. It's about who fucking does shit when shit needs to get done. Uh, well, it's been Tyler Matzik so far mm-hmm. getting shit done when it needs to get done. It's been uh, Freddie. Austin Riley's got two game-winning hits, I think, this series. Um, and then on the other side, the pitching staff, not so much for the Astros, uh, but their hitters have, have gotten the job done. So it's a, we're in a battle of wills now. Who's going to fucking lock down? Who's going to take those bad pitches – Right, who's going to go to right field on sliders away instead of trying to pull them? Yep. Things like that is going to be the fucking uh, solution here. And you got to, to be honest, you kind of have to favor the Astros there because they've been here more recently doing this shit. So, one thing I'll say about the Red Sox or the Astros, I'm sorry, is in the last three games of the ALCS, the Red Sox scored three runs. Yeah. So the, they locked down when they needed to. Although I think that was more about the Red Sox imploding than it was. I, 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 I tend but, to agree with that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, the Astros certainly are at the advantage. They have home field. Not that that necessarily matters that much. Didn't but it, it feel like it mattered with Atlanta a little bit um, against the Dodgers? A little, yeah, but only because uh, the Dodgers are an actually they're a good. All that team. goes away in the World Series, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, game six and seven, there is no home field advantage anymore. The last two games of a series, I don't think that shit matters, especially not in game seven. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it matters if you're tied going into the ninth inning. Right. But other than that, I don't think it really matters that much. As a matter of fact, I think you're at an advantage as the away team sometimes to be able to put runs on the board first and put mm-hmm. pressure on the other team. I think that because it changes. If you, if you put two or three runs up in the first, the top half of the first setting, Regardless of what these major league hitters will say, it, it, it changes your approach at the plate. And if you're a team that needs to take and break like the Dodgers did, when they were getting down early, it affected the way they, they played baseball. It just did. You can say whatever you want to about it. They didn't do as much taking and breaking as they did uh, during the last postseason or even during the regular season, and it cost them big time. It cost them that series. The games that they won, games three and games five, they did exactly that. They yeah. took and raked. And they and it they won those games right yeah for that reason so we'll see how it goes uh, who else we got in here <sighs> motherfucker son of a bitch hung up on us they well, didn't want to talk anymore just stunting on us they got scared of getting AIDS from Georgia that's fair yeah. this caller's not though 
Uh, before we get to the next caller, let's get into some ads. And first up, we have Ghostbed. Of course, they're our favorite sponsors in the world. If you don't know Ghostbed, it's the best mattress you can get anywhere uh, online or anywhere else. But you go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, and they have two incredible deals they are running for drinking bros listeners right now. The first one is a bundle deal. Uh, so there's like a bit of a caveat to that. And that is simply that you have to start out with one of their four mattresses and an adjustable base. That has to be in there. Um, and then you can add in whatever you want from there. Uh, pill- cooling pillows, cooling sheets, mattress topper, all kinds of other stuff uh, that they sell. And all, all of their bedding and, uh, and mattress stuff. You can even add another mattress in there if you want. Like, it doesn't just have to be one mattress. Um, whatever you want to add in there just has to be at least one mattress and the adjustable base. Uh, if you do that, throw as much as you want in there. 40% off of the bundle deal. It's an incredible deal. Like you'll never get a better mattress discount than that. And these are, these are, it's a great mattress discount. These are not discount mattresses. Like these are amazing, really comfy mattresses. There's one in the office, half the, half the people who work here sleep on one. Um, great, great mattress. The other thing you can do if you want to shop a little more a la carte, you don't need a base and mattress specifically. Maybe you just need a mattress. Maybe you just need pillows and sheets, uh, or just literally just a sheet sheets or a mattress topper. Um, you get 30% off. If again, you go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and you use the promo code drinking bros. You get 30% off everything. Um, these ghost bed mattresses are incredible. They're made in America. Uh, you can try it 101 nights for free. You get a 20 year warranty. Uh, you can finance them. It's like $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing. Uh, your credit doesn't even need to be amazing to get it. It's trust me, these mattresses are incredible and you get a great deal on them. Definitely buy a ghost bed the next time you need a mattress or pillows or sheets or anything like that. They're all incredible. Next up, we got kill cliff. The thing we drink here fucking constantly killcliff.com you go there you get two drinks that they have they're both incredible they have cbd drinks and they have uh, energy drinks called ignite both of them fantastic the cbd drinks it's the best cbd drink on the market and uh i say that i don't drink the cbd stuff a lot and i still think it's the best but what i do drink a lot of is caffeine and their ignite energy drink is literally my favorite energy drink in the world they're offering right now a 20 percent uh, discount on both CBD products and the energy drinks. Uh, what you do is you go to killcliff.com, put in the promo code drinking bros. You get 20%, right? 20% off. That's right. Killcliff.com promo code drinking bros. You get 20% off their CBD flavors are awesome. Uh, Joe Rogan has one. It's called the flame and Joe. It's like a spicy pineapple. Uh, I'm a big fan of the strawberry days. You can also buy a variety pack. They have a bunch of flavors. Uh, and then the energy drinks, my favorite hangover drink in the world. Um, no, no sugar, 20 calories a can B vitamins, electrolytes, naturally flavored, legitimately, I, I just cannot stress it enough. F- forget whatever you're buying at a gas station. Ignite from Killcliff is my favorite energy drink in the world. Killcliff is offering, again, Drinking Bros, an uh, exclusive special offer, 20% off. Go to killcliff.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros. That is K-I-L-L-C-L-I-F-F.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros and take advantage of this 20% off offer. Last but not least, we're talking sports. It's sports time. We like to bet on sports. Maybe you're going to bet on the World Series. I even I like the overs on all those games. Why not? Because the offenses are just so good, uh, and they're never going to have the balls to put it over ten, at ten or over. So uh, if you want to do that, but look, wherever you're betting, just do it at my bookie. All right. What is a lock? A lock is simply put a bet you can't lose. And with my bookie, you can't lose on their NBA lock of the season. Place a bet on either team to score between Dallas uh, or Denver. It's the Mavericks and the Nuggets, and you win. Let me put it like this: an NBA game has never gone scoreless. So you know this is a lock. It doesn't get any easier. With superstars like Jokic and Doncic, uh, 
you know, heading to, going head to head this Friday night. It won't take more than a minute of game time before your bet cashes. That's not all. Get paid Friday. Wake up Saturday and throw down on UFC 267, 267. On Saturday night, my bookie is giving all users a $100 risk-free wager on the light heavyweight uh, championship main event. So you don't want to wait. Head to mybookie.com and use the promo code DRINKINBROS, and mybookie will instantly double your first deposit. That's promo code DRINKINBROS, so you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Caller, are you scared from getting AIDS from me? What? AIDS? (laughs) Yeah. Shit. Oh, well, hey, this is Pat from uh, Delaware, but uh, two things. First of all, do you think that if the Astros win, that it somehow it, it takes away some of the black eye that MLB got from the cheating scandal? And if they do win, is this somehow diminished by that cheating scandal? That's a good question. Uh, I don't think there's any transitive property in sports. If it was the Dodgers then I would say beating the Dodgers again without any kind of scandal might be something, especially because I think the Dodgers this year are better than they were when they, when the Astros beat them. Yeah. And I think the Astros are not as good as they were when they beat them. Yeah. Uh, especially on the pitching side. So if it had been a Dodgers Astros world series and the Astros had just come in and lit them up, then I would be like, you know what? The cheating didn't really matter that right. much, but against the Braves, it's a whole different ball game. It's just two different teams. So I don't, I don't personally think so, but uh, I do enjoy when other people are uncomfortable. It's just funny to me. Uh, I don't know why. So this is going to be super fun to see how uncomfortable Major League Baseball gets as the narratives progress through this. When, when like, Especially if there's any kind of hint of a scandal. Yeah. Like somebody hears the Astros whistling and a guy hits a home run and like, oh, what the fuck? And there then is. Manfred's like having to explain X, Y, and Z because he's not very good in front of camera and shit no. like that. Yeah, it'll be super funny. I hope that happens, to be I, honest. Honestly, the team I was rooting for, if the Braves didn't win, was the Astros. Yeah, fuck Major League Baseball. Yeah, it's hilarious. And cause I, and also, like, fuck the Dodgers. So, like, it's all funny to me. Yeah. And, and honestly, even with the cheating, I find the Astros extremely likable. I like them. Like, I think Correa yeah. is a fucking pimp. Like, I love his home run cele- celebrations. Yeah. Uh, Bregman oh, is one of the most... Go ahead. I was going to say that. It kind of feels like they leaned into it a bit, too, that they, they, they kind of, I want to say they owned it a bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's like Tom Brady was joking about deflated footballs earlier this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, he's got 600 touchdown passes where all of them deflated. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That dude's got seven rings. He's got more rings than he has fingers on a hand. He's Thanos plus two. Okay. Right. So everybody needs to fucking relax. Yeah, I, I, liked, I like the Astros, too. I don't dislike them. I also enjoy Dusty Baker. So no matter how this... Uh, series shakes out, I'm going to be fine with it, to yeah. be honest. I, so, yeah, so that's the thing. I like a series like this. And look, if it's game six or seven, I'll be tense and I'll be like, fuck you, Astros. Like, God damn it. But like against the Brewers, for example, I was pretty serene because I don't really care about the Brewers. I don't yeah. have anything against the Brewers. The team, but I would have been pissed if they had lost to the Brewers. Yes. Because they're better. They're a better ball club. But yeah, and I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like the teams that piss me off where I'm like every game, I'm like, fuck, 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 is the Dodgers, the Cardinals. And the Yankees. Well, here's I guess. what I don't like about the dot are the yeah. So <clears throat> I'm gonna let's go back to this. So here's the fucking lineup for the game tonight. Let's see, just a second. I'm I'm, I'm gonna look at Houston's lineup. So Altuve is an Astro from birth. Yeah, Bregman has only played for the Astros, I believe. Mm-hmm. Alvarez only played for the Astros. Mm-hmm. Uh, Correa only played for the Astros. I don't know about Kyle Tucker. Did he play somewhere else before? 
Uh, nope. Only played for the Astros. Um, let's see who else is on here. Guriel. They run a lot of like I'm a I'm a Phillies fan. The 2008 Phillies were almost completely homegrown. Yeah, they right. were a black <clears throat> Now the Dodgers are close, right? They're pretty like, homegrown too. Urias and uh, and Bueller, homegrown. Kershaw, homegrown. Max Scherzer, not homegrown, right? Generally uh, likable though. Uh, not a bad guy. Trey Turner, not homegrown. Uh, Mookie Betts, not homegrown. So three of their fucking best players. Right. Right. Two of whom only got here this year. I, for me, that's the difference. The, the, the Yankees, or I'm sorry, the Dodgers are like the modern Yankees for me, mm-hmm. especially those mid-2000s Alex Rodriguez Yankees where they were overspending and underperforming every single year. Yeah. There's no, we, we have about 30 years now of, of data on payroll and winning percentage, and it just doesn't bear out. Like yeah. Having the best players at the highest price doesn't mean shit in Major League Baseball. The Tampa Bay Rays no. and the Florida Marlins are goddamn examples of that shit. Or Miami Marlins, whatever they are. You guys are fucking killing it. Ross better watch his back with uh, Bob uh, as the new talent. Ross might have to end up behind the desk. Oh. Um, he usually ends up under the desk at the end of the day. but just, that's, uh, that's why it's nice to work here. People don't know that. There's a small uh, uh, person under the desk right now. Yeah. yeah we we were- had to hire a midget. To, uh, I don't think you can say midget on YouTube anymore. Whatever. Dwarf. LP, whatever. There's yeah. an LP giving BJ's under the desk. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hunter Adams says, "What's the call-in number? Look to your left, asshole. It's literally on the fucking th- on the screen that Wait, you're watching right now. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. call-in. It's it's in the description. Okay. Um, yeah, those are all good questions. I mean, I, I like the. I don't hate the Dodgers, by the way. I think they got dope uniforms. They don't have any real assholes on their team. Great stadium too. Like the the the." I, I guess are there any are there players in the Dodgers you don't like? I like Bellinger. No, 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 I don't. I don't like that he's struggled. Yeah, like I like that guy. No. Bob, are there any Missouri players on the Dodgers? Gavin Lux is from fucking Kenosha. So is this caller. Oh God, uh, I didn't like Manny Machado when he was with the Dodgers. And I, I don't. I don't like him anywhere because yeah. he's a piece of shit. Anyways, go ahead, caller. Uh, hey guys. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Fucking um, loser. <laughs> uh, I was just wondering because I know you guys are both uh, Braves fans. Do you think this is them finally getting that young talent rolling the way they want it to, and could potentially uh, be on the verge of maybe like a little bit of a dynasty down there? It's a good question. I mean, they've got two of their key pieces, Acuna and Albies, locked up to long term deals. Uh, you're still going to get another two seasons of arbitration out of Austin Riley. And if you lock down Freddie, you've got a good core for the next 10 years. And then Freed and Soroka and Anderson as well. Yeah. They're all all super young. I mean, last year when they were in the playoffs, we all said kind of the same thing. Ross was the first to bring it up. I believe But we were like, this team is probably about a year or two ahead of schedule. It looks like this would have been a great year for them. Had Soroka been healthy and Acuna been healthy as well. Um, But sometimes things, the good Lord just has, different plans for people. Uh, I think this might be a big boon to them in, in so far as maybe not this year, but in establishing uh, uh, an actual dynasty. If Soroka was to come back next year healthy and pitching like he was before, for example, and then Acuna comes back and your outfield looks more like <clears throat> Acuna and, I don't know, Duvall and Rosario, for example. Right. Now you're in a position where you have four 
uh, uh, 30 home run hitters, 25 plus at least home run hitters in your infield. And then those three guys I just mentioned who are all have all gotten MVP votes at some point during their career as your offense. And you have Charlie Morton, Max Freed, Mike Soroka, Ian Anderson. That's a problem, right? Because now you don't really have to, those other guys that you have, uh, if you wanted to sign a trade or, or, or fucking deal some picks to get a better bullpen, now you're talking about a team that is, one, not even close to the luxury tax level, yep. and two, very, very strong at every single facet of the game. Yeah, so for, for years to come, I think, yeah, you're probably right that the way this shit worked out this year, not just their success in the playoffs right now, but the way the whole season worked out, might be a big advantage to them moving forward. Well, and it's worth noting, too, we, like, you know, say they win the World Series this year, or even if you want to say they winning the pennant this year was <laughs> enough, uh, like, to start a dynasty. Mm. They're already on their fourth division title. Right. I mean, we've got high expectations for the Braves, right? Right. So, because we grew up in a time when they won 14 consecutive division titles, took two years off, and then had one of the better offenses we've seen in a very long time. So, uh, I, I, t- for me, it's... I'm not like Ross. He's a championship or bust kind of guy, but I, I think that uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Braves go on a run similar to the Giants. Uh, you're, a team hasn't won back-to-back World Series since the Yankees, mm-hmm. and before that, it was like the '70s. I think the last time like it was, the, the, big, it was the, the Big Red Machine big red, okay. was the last um, uh, National League team to win back-to-back championships, and that was in the '70s. Yeah. So it's not easy. To do it, but I could see them winning two and three years or winning three and five years or three and six years or something like that for sure, yeah. I'd say they, they've been consistently over the past few years one of the, the best teams in the NL. And with all that young talent, like you said, if they can just keep everybody healthy every year, I think they got a pretty good chance to keep making deep deep runs at least. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, I mean if you think, look at the last two years in particular, like, okay, 18 18- they lose to the a, a legitimately better Dodgers team in the NLDS, right? No one, none of us expected to win that NLDS, really. 2019, they blow the NLDS to the Cardinals. They yeah. should have won that NLDS. Yeah, they should have won it in four. And they should have won the NLCS last year in five, right. right? I mean, if they had brought Freed back on short rest, they probably would have won. So but. really, like, we don't even know. They might have, like, you could say they're ahead of schedule. They might have fucked up and could have been even more ahead of schedule. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that, because look what happened. Like the Nats, they won the World Series. Was, that Nats team was a great team. Flags fly forever, forever, mm. all that shit. The Nats were the wild card team, and the Braves were pretty good against the Nats that year. Yeah, I mean, say what you want about what's what's shaken out over the last couple of years once playoff time started. But the Braves have been a contender every year. Whether whether you thought they were a contender starting the season or not, they were in since the last three years at least. They've been in. Uh, not only have they won the division, but they have been in a position to win series yeah. right as in the playoffs so yeah i mean we'll see uh, i try not to get too far ahead of myself i'm worried about this series i think freddie freeman's really got to step up here and lead these guys and 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 do so by example uh i think solaire is going to be looking to hit a, a lead off home run today he's gonna be swinging out of his fucking shoes that <clears throat> he that swing he had on uh 1-0 in his first at bat back, I thought he was going to screw himself into the fucking ground. He swung so hard. <laughs> like, dude, you're already 6'5", 240. How hard do you need to swing? Right. Just let the fucking barrel of the bat do the work. Ozzy Albies is like five foot one. Yeah. That motherfucker hits home runs. You don't have to swing that hard. Calm down. Uh, pretty much. Thanks for calling, man. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Oh, you cut him off. Giorgio is ruthless back there. He doesn't give a fuck. He's, he's he doesn't care about you, your phones, or your fucking feelings. Because he's... <laughs> on his fourth joint of the day.
<laughs> and it's because I'm not on my fourth joint of the day. I only rolled three for work. You stupid bitch. I know. I know. You're fired. I know. <laughs> Actually, That's, this is the only place that you can get drug tested, and if you don't have enough drugs in your system, you get fired. <laughs> I felt like bad. you've got one week to get more drugs in your system, or it's over. <laughs> yeah, you drug test us just to see what's in our blood. Yeah, and then, then I get jealous. Like, what? You've been doing mushrooms without me? You piece of shit. <laughs> Where'd you get those from? No, my drug dealer uh, checked in on me because he was worried about me that I hadn't ordered drugs. In that's a good drug dealer, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like. Uh, you call your customers if they haven't made a purchase in a while. Mm-hmm. That works in every other industry. Why don't drug dealers do it? Like uh, Delco, if you didn't make bets in a while, your bookie would assume you're dead, right? Because you're a degenerate piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. He would. This, pro- he'd be on. He'd be calling Nancy Grace. Like, hey, I think Dan's missing. Yeah, they got a missing friend. Uh, By the way, how mad is Nancy Grace that there's no manhunt for? Or no trial for Brian Laundry. I know. God, you could see the disappointment in her face when she was announcing that he was dead, that they found his remains. She goes, oh, I guess they found his remains. I'll go back to being irrelevant for the next 40 years. <laughs> what a stupid bitch. I hate her. Anyways, let's do another call, and then we got to get out of here. Well, until then, uh, does Dan need gambling, or do I need weed more? Define need. Cannot live without. Uh, you could find other things to do that simulate gambling. I don't know if you like body chemistry is a lot different. Yeah. We, uh, actually started gambling on our friends when we're out now. Uh, so if somebody gets a beer at like nine Oh six, we put mm-hmm. an over under on when he finishes that beer. Wow. Mm. You, your life is just completely empty. I would love to just like, that's not, that, Seems like it would easily breed in like some sort of insider trading. Oh situation. yeah, I would. Uh, there would be fucking cronyism immediately. Yeah, I would be like, uh, "What? You guys are doing this, dude? Bet on me." Yeah, you and would just do, let it's me like know. The 1919 Black Sox, literally. Kind of fucking yeah. Would it's got to be someone that doesn't know. There's honor to it. Do you pick random people at the bar? Like you could do that too. Yeah. yeah, just people you don't do that. know. Just watching people. I don't know. Betting <clears> on their lives. This is like the Truman Show at this point. Got another golf bet if you want it. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was asking in the comments. Yeah, let's hear the golf. Uh, so it's in, uh, I believe, Bermuda this week. I'm going to go with uh, Mark Hubbard, Homeless Hubs. I believe he's 55 to 1. Or actually, I got him 70 to 1. Putting 50 bucks on him at 70 to 1 to win 3,500 bucks. I've been um, playing the new 2K golf game a lot. It's not bad. Uh, golf yeah, games are really good. Yeah, I mean, I've always, I was always a fan of the Tiger Woods games, and then I, I guess it was Rory McIlroy after that, right? They're pronounced uh, Grand Theft Auto. What's what? unfortunate, though, is you can't play with any of the pros. You just have to be your creative guy. You mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't, I don't know if that, what is that like? A, did they, they don't have a players union, do they? It, they had to sign guys to be in the game. Yeah. So they're in the saying. game, but like they, you can't play with them. It's so in the game. It's yeah, pointless. Sports, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the thing. The reason that Barry Bonds was never in any of your favorite Major League Baseball games and why you can't why his uh, batting stance isn't in 2K now is because he wasn't part of the players' union agreement to do that. He had his own separate agreement for licensing and shit. Similar Uh, to Jordan. And speaking of what's really going to change things now is I think FIFA is about to leave EA, Electronic Arts. Really? And that rents money for them. That is like a a $4 billion a year game for them. Never forget John Dowd in MVP Baseball 2005. Yeah, that was was definitely Barry Bonds. White Barry Bonds. But he was right-handed, though, wasn't he? 
Yeah, yeah it wasn't John Dowd. So they right completely hand. reversed him in every way. They yeah. created yeah. a completely fictional. I don't character know. I don't know that what was like that. Ninety nine. Barry Bonds is as white as you or I. Yeah, that's true. That dude has been now. Rich. Like his no 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 always. His dad was fucking Bobby Bonds, a good baseball player. He was a great baseball, not great. He oh, was very good. He yeah, was a perennial. He, I think he made like seven All Star teams or something like that. He, he was five hundred stolen bases. I think five like, time thirty thirty guy. I believe. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was one of the first thirty thirty guys. So. Yeah, he, he was an excellent baseball player. But Sammy is actually white now. Sammy Sosa is literally white. Yes. Now, when we say white, I mean culturally white, right? Right. Sammy Sosa is, he's lost the, the pigment. He looks like Chuck Taylor from the Chappelle sketches. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Maybe he that really was, does. That, maybe that was him. Uh, speaking of um, <clears throat> black people, uh, <laughs> Logan Paul's going to fight Mike Tyson. Are you fucking kidding no, me? No, he's uh, Tommy Fury. He's still going back and no, forth. No, 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 no. That's Jake. That's Logan Jake. Is Logan fighting. Oh. is fighting Mike Tyson in February. What? Yeah. yeah. Have you not seen this? He's going to yeah. die, right? <laughs> if it's a real fight, yeah. then he's going to die, yes. <laughs> and, you know, RIP, I like him. Is Logan's but... whole career just losing to famous people? Yes. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's how much stepping up. People used to say, would you fight Mike Tyson for how, how much money would it take for you to fight Mike Tyson? If they had said $30 million, I would have said yes. Yeah, and that's correct. what he's going to get fucking paid. Yeah. You're finally learning the how many licks to the Tootsie Pop. Yeah. Of yeah. fighting Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'm going to hire an owl for this one. Yeah. All you, all you got to do is pay me like $300. <laughs> you don't do math, do you? <laughs> Thirty hundred dollars grand enough. Wait, so he might actually only be up two hundred dollars on his bookie this year. Yeah. He just got the math wrong. Yeah, I think uh, Dan, Delco's been lying to us. <laughs> I know how to do math. No, you don't. That was a joke. Uh, no one from Delco knows how to do math. For real though, how much would it take for you to let Mike Tyson just punch you as hard as you can in the face? How much? Glove how, or no glove? Glove. Am I guaranteed okay. to live? No. I mean, yeah, you're not going to die from a single gloved punch to the face, probably. It's usually the same. It's would, when your, your fucking head hits the ground, Yeah, right? if, you, if you see it coming, you're not going to die. I would for typically. sure like do a pay-per-view event with him. And obviously, it wouldn't make as much as Logan Paul, but the whole thing would be like, watch Mike Tyson like destroy a white guy. I would rather just let him punch me in the face while I'm watching, to be honest. I know that's, a lot, that's like giving yourself an injection almost, but... The way that you lose consciousness, the way you get knocked out, the way that's super dangerous for your brain is when you don't see the blow coming. Right. Right. So for me, I would rather see it coming. Hit me right in the face. Maybe I get knocked out. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's just maybe my face is fucked up, but I feel like for $50 million, I can get a Well, you're describing he's throwing a straight, though. Like you're describing Across, his, yeah. yeah, yeah and, like. and Rob's bringing up a good point. You monetize it. Uh, you kind of bill it as... Uh, maybe you dress up as the Statue of Liberty or something, and it's like, watch Mike Tyson beat up capitalism. <laughs> Yeah, like watch Mike Tyson. Is just, there any just, money in socialism? I mean, there is, but only to if watch you're at it, the top, right? right? I, no, woke people aren't going to watch violence like that. They're pussies. Uh, That's the problem. That's why Dana White acts like he's this fucking badass that doesn't give a fuck about being canceled. No, you know your audience doesn't give a fuck about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, when we were in uh, Vegas for the UFC, the Conor fight, when, and Trump came out, everyone lost their minds. Yeah. It's it's a pretty red crowd, and not red as in hammer and sickle. Red as in like state, <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways, we're getting out of here. I'm gonna go fucking eat some like spaghetti or some shit. I haven't eaten anything but smoked meats in like two weeks, and I think my body is starting to like get. I, I smell like smoke, and I haven't even been there to smoke. You just in two like perma meat sweat at this point. Yeah, it's funny. I was talking to Brittany about it yesterday. I'm like, man, I just walk around smelling like smoked meats all the time. She goes, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> like, if she likes it, fuck it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we're going to get out of here. So tomorrow, 
Um, <clears throat> are we going to go live with that early interview? What do you guys want to do? Whatever. We've yeah. got, so we've got the CEO of Scribe. Uh, they're helping us do, uh, they're helping Dakota and I do our book. It's Tucker Max's uh, company that helps people write books. They did uh, David Goggins' last book. He's got an incredible story. His dad was a fucking drug dealer pimp, blah, blah, blah. Went through a lot of issues when he was younger, grew up and became an extreme success. We're going to have him on. We'll go live at like uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. Or, I'm okay. sorry, 10 a.m. Central tomorrow is when we're going to go live with that one. Was so, his father Iceberg Slim? And did he ghostwrite? I don't know. Novel? That would be dope, though, to be <laughs> honest, because Iceberg Slim is uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing I'm writing a short story kind of about that whole situation where it's iceberg slim, but as uh, the government and how the government gets you hooked on them solving problems that they created for you. I feel like I would like to get really high and read this. Yeah, you can, if, if you're able to read. Yeah, so <clears throat> we'll, it's, we'll start around 10 in the morning and then I'm doing uh, an interview on American Party with a gentleman named hold on let me find it I don't it was know. actually iceberg slim for the yeah it's uh scott deluzio veteran guy we'll talk to him a little bit and then as soon as that's over bob myself and Brittany are heading to houston for the baseball game so uh until then we'll see you in hell bitches see you